0: Hi listeners, it's Jimmy, and say your name Martin. Your name Martin. And we are here today for a very special conversation that we did, we had while recording an episode of Fringe, and then decided we were just going to release it on its own, because we spend
1: about an hour talking about Doctor Who. Well, a lot of time talking about Doctor Who. We chat about non fringe related things, which would usually make a much better podcast. Yes. But, um, I decided
0: to cut it out and just release it as a little special bonus episode. Um, so, here it is.
1: Hang around for the special section for our Patreons only, where we discuss who we'd cast as a new Doctor Who. Jimmy, who would you cast as a new Doctor Who? Um,
0: Jack Whitehall, right? Uh, <laughs> no, ah, uh, ah, uh, no, ah. Uh! <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Although John Bishop's in the next series, um, he's he's a new companion, so you know they're just going to stick comedians in there anyway. So why not just get Susan Calman? Fuck it.
1: I don't think anyone'd like to see as Doctor Who I'd actually wish Doctor Who on I know but
0: you see the thing I'm thinking now right is Doctor Who was Doctor Who ever really like great like was the Christopher Eccleston episodes ever great yes like like, what? 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 Name one episode that
1: has run that was, like, great, great. And the World War II ones and his last couple were very good. And yes,
0: that's uh, four. That's four out of 12 episodes, Martin.
1: A, a lot of the David Tennant ones were very good, too. Um, I, I proper had a moment when Peter Capaldi was the Doctor where I was just like, oh man, I'm just so old, this doesn't appeal to me anymore at all. And I stuck on the first couple of series, and I'm like, no, wait, these are much, much better. Uh, the Eccleston ones weren't great, though. Uh, the, the,
0: the one with the... Uh, um the Doctor and season one before it, the, the World War II ones, yeah, think, yeah. they were really good. Um, But... Uh, I don't know. Anyway.
1: I've got to say, uh, this is a very unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but I uh, unashamedly love the um, the ones where they're stuck in Downing Street with the farty aliens.
0: Nah, can't stand them. The Slovene Can't stand the Slovene. That's... Nah. Fuck I, off. They're, they're I, awful, Martin. I really <laughs> like that two-parter. <laughs> nah, it's terrible. That, that, that's when... That two-parter is when people really started freaking out because about the, the um, next time on segments yeah. because they used to have them right before the credits. The episode would end and it would be next time and it would show you, mm-hmm. but people complained because it showed that the Doctor was perfectly fine <laughs> in the second part of that two-parter. So then people complained so they started putting the next times on after the credits after that, so
1: yeah, uh, the guy who played the general in that episode pops up in quite a lot of things. He was hmm. a uh, Game of Thronesy person. I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he... Oh, I want to say he was in Chernobyl, but I could be wrong. But uh, I've definitely seen him in a few things recently, and I'm always like, "Hey, aliens of London guy."
0: Um, the right Doctor Who, right? So, do you think Doctor Who's done then, or do you think? If they get a good new Doctor and better writers that you could enjoy it again.
1: My stance on Doctor Who is I have forgotten more about it than most people would ever know. I would be hastened to describe myself in any way as a fan at this point. Um, No,
0: because it's been garbage the past couple of years, few years. I mean, I, I enjoyed a lot of Capaldi stuff, right? And I, I liked his doctor, but it just there was some stuff where it just wasn't interesting
1: anymore. Um, but the thing I, is, this is a show that survived Colin Baker. I know,
0: but you see that the thing is, so I, I I don't mind Jodie Whittaker. I like her as the doctor. I just think, I just think, a she has a very terrible writing team behind her. And Mm -hmm. B, she is far too reliant on that writing team because she thinks that Chris Chinballs is, you know, the best writer because she worked with him in Broadchurch and she praises him constantly. And I think she's got far too much, you know, background with this this To be fair,
1: if you're the main character on a TV show... You're sort of obliged to say that about no, whoever's I know that. your boss.
0: I know that, but I think that well, unless you're Christopher Eccleston, ah! I think you. Um, I think she genuinely does think that, though. Mm. You never really heard much about Peter Capaldi, like wanting to blow fucking Moffat, did you? He <laughs> doesn't really say that much greatness about Moffat, but. I, I don't know. I just think Jodie Whittaker's just sort of... But I think she's good. I like I like, I like like her as the Doctor. I just don't think she has... I think she has the right energy, I just don't think she has the right script.
1: I think she does some things well, but when she's supposed to have... Like, Tennant could mm. do this thing where you believed that he was as old as time and had seen everything and could speak with authority to all that. Whereas mm. when she sort of tries that side of things, comes across as a cosplayer. Yeah. But
0: you're just saying that because you hate women, though.
1: Yeah, and I don't like them on TV shows.
0: I know. I know. That's why you... Uh, but It's weird that you're actually advocating Susan Kelman or Whoopi Goldberg to be the next Doctor because you hate women. Mm. Uh, no, I... The next Doctor's going to be a man. It's, it, it, the next Doctor, 100%, is going to be a man again.
1: I really hope they don't do um, what the Rise of Skywalker did and just went, ah, well, the right-wing nutbars have kicked up, so we're just going to try and give them what exactly what they say they want, you know. And then they don't like it, and neither do the people who actually like the stuff you were putting out before you uh, pandered to them.
0: Right, but <coughs> you haven't watched Doctor Who in a while. You haven't watched a lot of the Jodie Whittaker stuff, have you?
1: Uh, the only one I haven't seen, I think, is the New Year's Day one. Alright, so you have seen. So you do know that they've actually
0: completely 100% changed the fucking doctor's backstory?
1: Yes. Yes, and
0: now the doctor. Is not on, not on their, like, 13th life. The doctor's now on their 1000th life or some shit like that. Yeah. Because someone discovered this child and constantly killed the child to regenerate the child and now the doctor's on their umpteenth life.
1: Mm hmm. That is fucking bullshit. You know what really annoys me about that? What? Um one of the stupidest things Moffat did um, was he'd, like, so in 1970 whatever, someone wrote down um, you know, Time Lords only have however many lives.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Which, for some reason, everyone remembered when the new show came back and were constantly saying, but I thought Doctor Who only had nine lives. It's like, no, that's cats. (laughs) Um, But he sort of fudged things So that he could make Matt Smith's regeneration address that Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, When he did that He had Clara You know, whisper into a gap in space Going, oh, go on Give him some more, please Mm -hmm. And uh... And some CGI floated down and he got another set of regenerations. And Mm. it's like, why would you give him another set of regenerations rather than just going unlimited?
0: Yeah, but also, that no longer matters because of what Chinball's done. That's that's like...
1: I have a funny feeling this is going to just sort of turn into one of those things we never talk about again.
0: Right. You think so, though? Because we have also seen a future doctor who is also a woman. I thought she was a past doctor. Oh, was she a past doctor? Fucking hell, man. I don't know what's going on now. It's like, he's taken, he's taken Doctor Who and just sort of, he's one of those writers who's like, right, I like this idea. Me, Christian Balls, likes this idea, and I'm going to put this into this TV show I have been given charge of, right? I don't care what other people like. I don't care what other people think. This is me putting my ideas into this.
1: Have you ever... um, You watched the Sylvester McCoy ones, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they were sort of starting to lay down... um, I think uh Andrew Cartmel was the writer and they mm. called it the Cartmel Master Plan. Mm-hmm. Um who is now like a full on novelist and does the Rivers of London books, uh which my wife likes. Um mm-hmm. fact um, checking. No, that's Ben uh Aronovich. that's a completely right. different doctor who writes from that time. But yeah, they basically had this um similar they were coming from a similar point of Doctor Who's been on for fucking ever. What worked about um, bloody uh, Bill Hartnell was he was a mystery, and since they've been to Gallifrey and explained everything, that's gone. Yeah. So how can we make him a mystery again? And it'd have Sylvester McCoy say things like "I'm much more than just another Time Lord," and then rant about rice pudding. Um, yeah, and that was well kind of... being Scottish. Yes um whereas uh uh you know with uh the timeless child they were clearly coming from the same place of how do we find that mystery again
0: mm-hmm.
1: which you know it's is a valid point if you're doing if you're doing doctor who it's um yeah i you get know hurt. yeah he's he's he, he's about um but, um. It's, you know, it's a valid point, and you do want the character to have a bit of mystery. But mm-hmm. they completely bulldozed over all that by going, and here's the explanation. I know. Which, besides it being complete bullshit, also completely undoes all your hard work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just. Chris. Chibnall is just (sighs) he sounds as though he's not really a fan of Doctor Who
1: which is weird because there's video of him in the 80s saying he really really was
0: yeah I know but going by his writing and how the show is now you wouldn't think he was a fan of Doctor Who, you would think he was just wanting to write his own show and is doing so under the guise of Doctor Who the
1: Am I wrong? Probably not. Thank you. I think the thing is I'll take it. With like Star Trek, um especially like fifteen years ago, uh, towards the end of like Enterprise and Voyager, mm. people would be like, Oh, they need to get fans back in charge and you know, complaining that the people making the show weren't fans and mm. I don't think that's true. I think there's people who were fans who were also professional writers who wrote some very good Star Trek. I think there's people who were fans who uh, got very uh, anal about Federation regulations and warp speed increments and not so much about telling good stories and certainly not prepared to tell a good story if it required someone beaming through a shield just one time don't question it it you know it's a good story Mm -hmm. um whereas some of the best writers have been people like Nicholas Meyer, who did *Rough* of Khan, Mm -hmm. who'd never seen an episode, was offered a job, sat down, watched the original series, uh, you know, learnt what made it work, and then played to its strengths.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, it's like, I don't think you need to be a fan, I think you need to be prepared to work with what you've got, rather than trying to make it, you know, your own thing in its colours. No, exactly. Yeah. But I yeah. think the strength of Doctor Who is no matter what they've done with Timeless Childs and whatever they do in the next uh, six or nine episodes they're having, um, they can do the twenty twenty three series and start with the TARDIS landing in, you know, suburban London. Meeting a new companion and going off on new adventures, and not mentioning any of it—you mm-hmm. know—without it being a reboot or you know completely going out of his way to undo everything.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been better if if they had like the Doctor just have adventures with her um, fam, as she calls them. Yeah, and and not. You don't need to address anything. Like, you don't need the doctor's backstory again. You don't need to change it. You don't need, <clears throat> you don't even need to reference other, like, companions or whatever. Maybe just occasionally. But you don't need all that. Just have them go on adventures. Um, it's still the same doctor. It's, it's still the same show. It just doesn't need to be, like, um, it, you don't need to expand on all that shit. Just have it. She meets these people, she saves their lives, they go on adventures with her, they have fun, they have dangerous times, and then you don't. Um, you know, that's not a reboot. That's just like a continuation of the Doctor having adventures.
1: I actually really like the um, side characters in the current series. I like Yaz.
0: Um, I think Bradley Walsh's character is just there to be, like the the fickle who doesn't understand anything and
1: gets told everything. You mean he's th- he's the typical blonde girl?
0: Yeah, but exactly. Um, but he doesn't. He didn't do anything. You know, he didn't really, he didn't advance the plots in any way. He didn't do anything heroic, really. He was just there. Um, It was just, and Bradley Walsh. Mm. um, And Graham. Graham was just there. Uh, But, yeah, I like Yaz. I like Yaz. I like the fact that she's going to be in the next series. Mm -hmm. Because I think her and the Doctor always had the better relationship together. Yeah. Um all, there was always the strongest relationship they two had and I think that was you know uh that was one of the strengths the series had uh having free companions means you have to write four free companions yeah and you you know that's anyone can struggle with that um but now we're going to have Yaz and John Bishop so ec- excitement maybe I don't know it's still Chin Balls is writing it, so it's probably not going to be good at all.
1: <clears throat> I did secretly hope when he took over, the fact that Moffat was probably the best writer um, of the first couple of series and he was taking over, you thought that the series was going to be great and then it was shit. That maybe if the worst writer of that period taking over would be amazing. See, that is strange, isn't it? Yeah
0: because it's like Muffet's a good writer he Mm. is a good writer I mean he has written bloody good episodes of Doctor Who but he also wrote Press Gang which is one of the best children's shows of all time Mm. and has one of the best female lead characters in any kids show of all time he is a very strong writer when it comes to certain things but given full control of Doctor Who probably wasn't... given him full control of Doctor Who
1: probably wasn't the best idea. It kind of felt like he came up with this massive story arc for season six. But mm-hmm. they didn't quite have the budget for. And then had to back end it with a load of episodes where they were locked in hotels or some crap. Yeah, um, exactly. And when people didn't love... That story arc, he just kind of went fine. No more story arcs ever again. No more two parters. That's it.
0: Yeah. Do you think Doctor Who, especially like from the Stephen Moffat series, do you think it would have been better going going back to like shorter episodes and have them like maybe three parters, four parters, five parters, like the old series? Or maybe even Doctor Who occasionally just coming back, like Sherlock and having like three movies a year or something. Three feature length episodes a year. Do you think maybe that would have have benefited from having that?
1: I'm really interested to see what they're doing because um, um, they're saying um, the six episodes this year is going to be one story.
0: Yeah. And then she's going to have... Jodie Whittaker's going to have, like, three specials, like Tenet did. Did you ever watch... things.
1: See, I found that very few of the actual, like, when they do the 60-minute episodes, Mm -hmm. very few of them are particularly strong. It kind of feels like they stretched out a single episode by 15 minutes. Um... But, but do you d- know why that is though? Because they stretched out a single episode by fifteen minutes.
0: Yes, but do you know do you know why? Apart from that, why that feels like that? Why is that? It's because they're writing all of these episodes in one go. It's because they do it in chunks, mm. whereas they're writing like five episodes or four episodes together, and maybe like that last episode where it's stand expand- expanded is probably written first or second or third because sometimes they do that but what I'm saying is I would probably think Doctor Who would benefit from say um, Matt Smith's Doctor maybe having a full season like you know the first 12 episodes or whatever but then after that bringing it in as maybe like three TV movies at the beginning of the year, and free TV movies at the end of the year, and then that would make Doctor Who... And if they kept doing that, that would make Doctor Who actually more sort of musty TV
1: again, event TV again. Did you ever see um, the last season of Enterprise?
0: Uh, I don't think I watched the last season, no.
1: Uh It is some of the best Star Trek out there, actually. Um, yeah. And what they did was... Pretty much all of it were two or three parters. And they did it for the same reason that the old Doctor who did six parters was because Mm -hmm. then you can build your sets and cast your guest cast and Mm -hmm. spread the cost and save a bit of money, but, Mm -hmm. you know, spend a bit more than you'd get away with uh, otherwise. And that worked really well.
0: I think a TV movie or two every. Every three months or something would be better, because then people would be like, "Oh, oh, Doctor Who's on tonight! That's great! Can't wait!" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's like, "Oh, Doctor Who's on! I might watch it and I player might catch up on it later. I don't know. I don't care really."
1: (laughs) The thing with Doctor Who is when it's at its best, it's quite often not at its Doctor Who ist. Yeah. And its strengths is that it's got a chameleon-like ability to uh, change, you know, almost entirely. But almost, you know, the ones where they're you know going to Gallifrey or whatnot, they they, mm. they don't they don't tend to be those highlights.
0: No, exactly. It's like, yeah, because the one like with the. Try to think. Yeah, see, like the one with um Peter Capaldi stuck in that loop, yeah, and it's basically just Peter Capaldi for forty five minutes. Is fucking good, and it's because it's not the 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 one after it isn't, <laughs> but uh-huh. um, but because that just focused on the one thing, and had him play to his strength as an actor, um, it made it good. And interesting, because it was something different. Whereas if you have the doctor and their, it's, doctor and their companions, like, sort of just stuck in a hotel, um, or a, a, a high rise flat for, like, 45 minutes at something you've seen a million times before. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It is at its best when they do something that isn't Doctor Who, like, I agree with you, yeah so uh, so that's it for Doctor Who Division um, <coughs> I haven't actually ended the episode yet by the way
1: no I've been waiting yeah okay I thought um, you were just gonna go oh Martin and shoot me down <laughs> like you usually do
0: no this is fine I'm gonna <laughs> cut this out and make
1: this a separate episode. <laughs> hooray and, and charge put- people on Patreon to listen uh, just make it a wee special And that was our chat about who would be our who. I hope you liked it. Bye.
0: Bye. But it wasn't really a chat. (laughs) It was a chat about everything but that, really, because I think we only named, like, one person. I don't think we actually had a discussion
1: about it. And then we stopped recording and said, Paul McGann, please. Yeah. Yeah. Bring
0: Paul McGann back. Justice for Paul McGann. Hashtag justice for Paul McGann. Let's get that going. Hashtag justice. Okay, bye.